0: We are in Davkuf Memkimol Amaral at the Mishnah. Me'asham Yomrim, Mavirim Me'al Hashulchan, Me'al Hashulchan. Atzamos Ve'Klipin. We're allowed to. We're allowed to take off manually with our hands. We can take off from the table bones that are hard and they're not fit for even for they're not fit for a uh, a dog to eat. Uh, uh, and the shells of nuts, and it's not also because of muksa, because they hold like Rabbi Shimon. Okay. What you can do is you can take off the table, covering together with those things, kula, the whole thing together, and you can shake it off. That you're allowed to do, but you're not allowed to pick them up themselves. Furthermore, we learn, you take off from the table, of crumbs that are less than one kezayas, okay, and certainly if they have a kazayas, you have to be careful about them, but you take them off. Also the pods of peas and the pods of legumes. Uh, and, and it's also not also because of mokta, why? Because those things are animal feed, so they're not a problem, as opposed to the original. I, sfog, what if you have a sponge? If it's wet, im or ar If it has a leather handle, uh, so then you can wipe off the table, with this damp sponge.. But if not, if it doesn't have the leather handle, then you don't wipe off the table with a wet sponge. What's the reason? because when, when it doesn't have a handle, you're going to squeeze the you're going to squeeze the water from the sponge, and the, simply that's malabe, and that has to do with washing, laundering on Shabas. Either way, okay, whether it has a handle or not, Nito it's not Mutsa, whether it has a handle or not, it's not muktza uh, on Shabbos. In other words, you can move it for its place or, for, or to use it for itself. Inuma And it also does not get tuma. Why? Because it's not one of these. You get it's not wood. It's not metal. It's not a sock. It's not any of the things that the, that the Torah tells us become tumei. Amrav Nachman says, Anu ena shama. He says, we have the version of our Mishnah, if you notice, has beishamai being mekel, being lenient, like Rabbi Shimon, and has Beis Hillel being Machmir being being stringent like like base, like base Beis, uh, Beis Shammai. So Anu Einlanu uh, 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 beis Shama like He says we have our version is different. We learn and that's the correct one. He says it's beis who's is the one who holds like Rahuda That's forbidden to move those shells, etc. Beisilo Shimon. It's Bei Silo who says you can like Rabbi Shimon. So it's uh, we don't we don't follow our Mishnah to know their opinions. We learned in the Mishnah pirum. We said we take off of the table. We take off peirum. So you notice that it says we take them off. We don't throw them away. So we have to be careful with even crumbs less than a mishnah. And the side leader Rabbi Yochanan, this will support Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, who said Who said that crumbs crumbs that are less than a gezayin, you're not allowed to directly destroy them, okay? Why? Because it says you can take them off with your hands, but what? We don't throw them away. We have to be careful with them. Says the Gemara, we said the pods of these peas, uh, 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 Mani, okay. He said, one second. Whose opinion is that? The opinion that says that pea pods, etc. You're allowed to move. That's the opinion. Who is that? Whose opinion is that? Rabbi Shimon. He's a less lemurk. That's Rabbi Shimon who doesn't hold muktzah. If you remember, we had an argument. What about things that when they come in for Shabbos, they're human food, and then something turns into animal food. So Rabbi, who the hell? That that's Noah, That's a new. That's a new creation, and it's muktzah on Shabbos. Rabbi Shimon held no. It doesn't matter. When you came for Shabbos, you know that that's also going to be that's also going to be eventually animal food. But so 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 the opinion here that says. Is what that you're allowed to pick it up? It cont- holds that even though it turned into animal food on Shabbos, it was originally human food to turned into animal food because yeah, the peas were for people. Now you turn the, the shells into animal food; it's still not muksa. So one second, if that's the opinion, as opposed to the opinion of Rabbi Hudo who says what? Since on Shabbos it turned into animal food, that's an olah; that's a new thing, and it's Muksa. So ema sefer. So if that opinion and what this says, you can move these pods because they're animal food. As Rabbi Shimon, ema sefer. How do I read the continuation, the, the conclusion of the, mitzvah, the of the Mishnah that says? when it came to a sponge. If it has a handle, you can you can you can clean the table with it with a wet one. If not, that is a Rabbi Yehuda opinion. Why? Rabbi is the one who holds it things that you don't intend to do are forbidden. but if Shimon holds it, if I'm trying to wipe the table uh, and I uh, uh, with the wet sponge and I don't intend the, the liquid to come out. With, what's the problem? He holds the things that I don't intend are not are 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 potter. So therefore, so therefore. Uh um it's mutter he said I'm allowed to do it so how, could, how can you ta- how can we start after the first opinion is what is Rabbi Shimon that says that the pea pods are not mukta and the second opinion that says the, the second opinion says that you can't that you can't use the sponge without the handle even though it's only inadvertently that you're going to end up squeezing that has to be the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi says no it's not true the first opinion is Rabbi Shimon and also the second one is Rabbi Shimon Baha, in this case in such a case as the sponge I feel Rabbi even Rabbi Shimon agrees why Dabai Rabba, Rabbi 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 by Rabbi both taught us about Rabbi Shimon himself, even though he holds in general the things that things we don't intend are mutter Shimon, he admits that a guy, if a guy's going to say, "I want to cut the head off, but I want the animal to die," we don't say such a thing. Anything, it's an inevitable consequence. We consider it that you do want it to happen, and therefore, both opinions are Rabbi Shimon. We said in the Gemara, yeah, okay. Well now we have. We're going to talk about certain uh, two different types of dates. One type of date is animal food, and one type of date is human food. So we, you realize what's going to happen is a, if you're going to say the pits of dates are animal food. So a date that was human, fo- a date that was human food, and you hit the pits out. The the pits became animal food on Shabbos. A thing, a, a type of date was animal food. The pits were animal food from beginning to end. So you can see where it's going to make a difference. Hanigarinin. So he said, now these these uh, pits of dates, the tamre Aramasa of the that came from Aramian uh, dates, which really are what, or which are really, from the outset, are animal feed, including the date, then you're allowed to you're allowed to carry them, you're allowed to move them on Shabbos. Obviously, why? Because even Judah would admit over here that they were animal food when they came into Shabbos. Because the pits were already fit to be used on Shabbos when they were together with their source with the actual date, because the date itself was animal food, so nothing new happened. Oh the but the dates, the Persian dates, which are human food, osar, those ones you Cannot, you cannot, those ones you can't move on Shabbos, why? Because the, because the seeds became animal food on Shabbos. The date was human food, and now when you ate it, the seed became animal food on Shabbos, and those will be usher to move on Shabbos. Obviously, that's according to Rabbi Huda. Shmuel would talk to you, Shmuel would still move them. How would he do it? He, we have a trick. How does he do, how does he, how does he move these, even though, even though the, uh, how does he move, even though he doesn't really have to, um, uh, he, how does he move the date pits? I got rifta he'd move them on top of on top of uh, bread okay what he do no, was so he put them on the bread and because they were on the bread so he can move the bread and thereby also move the uh, 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 also, he's able to move the pits. Shmuel the That follows Shmuel's reason. No, more Shmuel, because Shmuel held. Also, If you're not really, you're not really making the bread unpleasant, you're allowed to use the bread for mundane purposes. So therefore, as long, therefore, you can put the pit. Even though you're putting the pits on the bread, not for the sake of the bread, only for the sake of being able to move the pits, it's still not considered a denigration of the bread. Rabbi Metaltu Agav Agav Lekanya Rav used to move them with a bucket of water. He put them into the bucket of water, uh, or a bucket a contain, water container, and he put it in, and then he'd be able to move the container. What he would do is, what he would do is, he would pile the deep pits up till they were disgusting. Now, you remember, like a chamber pot on Shabbos is not so The rabbis held that That's something that's so unpleasant. You're allowed to move it on Shabbos. So he would pile up the pits till they were like a disgusting, like a trash pile, and he would be able to move them away. That was his trick. So Ravashi said to He Ravashi One second, how can you do such a thing? Or are you assuming that you do it. How can you do such a thing? Are you we, we, it's true that what it's true that you can move something that becomes disgusting, but you can't personally make, We can't per, per, from the outset make something that will be disgusting in order to be able to move it. Rabbeinu would spit them. He would use his tongue and just spit them far away, so they wouldn't have to move them with his hands. He would also, he would also somehow uh, uh, throw them, uh, uh, or I think also really we throw them behind the couch. I think also also by spitting them. Uh Ben Avtila, uh, Ben Avkulas. Shahayim Mashe. Apologize. He used to throw them behind the couch. Amru Alavar, Rabbi Zichaya Ben Avtila, Ben Avkulas. Shahayim Mashe. Pana to bezorka. Mashe. He would turn his face. Besides, that sounds like he's spitting with his tongue, and he would throw. He would spit them. uh You know, behind the bed. Hodin Alach, No Adam, Es Beno. Now we have a new parak. We learned in the Mishnah Chavis. Yeah in Shinishbro, he has a barrel of wine that broke. So we're afraid if you let a per, for various reasons, if you let a person just save the wine, normally he's gonna do something wrong, whether it's carrying or fixing, he's gonna do something wrong. So we limit him to the amount he's allowed to save. If he saves in one in one container, it doesn't matter how much food he saves, it's fine. But once he's gonna use a lot of containers, he's limited. Why? Otherwise, he'll come to do something wrong in Shabbat. So we seal him, Men a Mazen and So he's allowed to save enough wine for the three he's allowed to save food for three meals. But Omer and furthermore, he can say lachem and can tell even tell other the people, you, each each, you come individually, and come and also you say for yourselves, three meals worth. Over What he's not allowed to do is to sop it up and then to put, like I so said, to speak the sponge on top of a barrel and let it drip. They were afraid he's going to come and uh, actually squeeze intentionally. Now this is this is the beginning of, a, of an extremely important thing. We're not allowed to squeeze fruits. We're not allowed to squeeze fruits that take out their liquid. Okay, why? Because that has to, that is a total of Dash of threshing, just like you remove the grain from its from its shell. So you remove the liquid from from its shell, the, you know, from the well, for, or from its container of the fruit. The you're not allowed to squeeze the fruit out. And if they came out by themselves, you're not allowed to drink them. Why? Because you're afraid that you'll purposely come and you'll squeeze them, which you're not allowed to do. but he says, well, it depends. Imla Ochlin, if it's for food, hayotzim and Mutter, if these fruits were stored up for purposes of eating, not for squeezing, and not for their juice, so then what comes out is mutter. We're not afraid that you're gonna to come to squeeze them. if the fruits were stored up for drink, okay, then Ayotzima also then he agrees that what came out on its own is forbidden lest you'll come to squeeze them. When you when the originally and the fruits are, are not you not put the you didn't put the fruits away for liquids. So if the liquid came out by itself, we're not worried that you're gonna to come to squeeze. The rabbi seemed to say yes. Okay. Khalas the and what about honeycombs? So honeycombs, what they would do is they would smash them, they would uh, crush them and uh, by crushing them, that would that's what that would bring out the bring out the the honey. Here, what if you had these honeycombs and you crushed them on before Shabbos? You smashed them before Shabbos, and now the now the honey came out by itself on Shabbos. Asurim. Okay, it's forbidden. It's forbidden to eat this honey that came out. Why? We're afraid because you're afraid that you'll crush the honeycombs on Shabbos. Rabbi Elazar, holds no that it is permissible to use. Uh, it's permissible to use the. Um, uh, it's permissible to use the honey that came out on Shabbos if you smashed them before. Right. Usually, the point is about that by by honeycombs. Uh, it's not normal for people to squeeze honeycombs. They it's, they're always using what came out already smashed. Uh, which is not the case by, which is not the case by, uh, by fruits, okay, where well, you didn't already crush them down. Okay, it's different. Um, we learned. We said in the Mishnah that the person cannot sop up the wine, like can't sponge it up, uh, and then let the sponge stay on a container to save it. We learned further, pardon, we learned in a Brisa. So we, in a Brisa we learned you can't sop up the wine. Also, you can't you can't let your hand get all full of oil uh, and then scrape your hand off over the, into the barrel. Why? That's forbidden because that is a that is a non Shabbos kind of activity. It's like a weekday activity, and you're not allowed to uh, sop it up in your hand and squish it, uh, squish it off into the uh, barrel. Furthermore, we learned, these, these are things that are forbidden because they're like weekday activities. We learned, let's say his fruit was scattered in the courtyard. He can take it up little by little to eat. That he can do and That you can do and eat them immediately. But he can't just gather them like a normal way into a basket or into a box because he shouldn't do the way he does during the weekday. We learned in the Mishnah you not allowed to squeeze fruits. And so now we saw there was an argument between Rabbi Huda and the rabbis. The rabbi said what? Fruit, liquid that came out by itself. You can't drink on Shabbos. Rabbi Huda said, well, it depends what you put the fruit up for. Rabbi Rabbi who said that it depends whether whether you can drink the, fruit, the liquid that came out for itself, depends on why you sort up the fruit, whether it was for liquid or for eating. He would admit when it comes to grapes and olives, al- to olives and grapes, uh, uh, when it comes to arms and graves, even Rabbi Huda admits that it doesn't really matter uh, what you, it doesn't really matter what you put them up before, up, up for, uh, be, uh, be, that, they, that the liquid that comes out is forbidden. My timer. What's the reason? Because the norm for grapes and olives is always to be squeezed. That's what they use them for. And therefore, even in a case where, they, where they're up for food, it doesn't matter. We, we have to ask for the fruit. We have to because. They, well, okay. It, it, why? So because I didn't finish. it. the since the norm is the grapes and olives are always for being squeezed. A person is going to once it came out. Uh, once it came out, the liquid came out. It thinks. Ah, you know, he'll, he'll think about it. Say, oh, you know, I'll use it the other way. And now I'll use them for I'll use them for liquid, and I'll come to squeeze them. B'u, so therefore, he admits by grapes and alcohol, which which is enormous for squeezing, that you have to worry about it, even if you originally put it up for uh, for food. Rabbi Ula uh, 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 say, says, Rabbi says no. Rabbi Judah disagrees. Even by it doesn't matter. As long as you put them up for eating, it doesn't matter if it came up by itself. You're allowed to use the liquid. Rabbi Yochanan Amari says differently. He says like this. He says the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda by other, by other fruits, okay, which we don't, which, which are not really there for liquids. And the halacha doesn't follow Yehuda when it comes to Zeis So he holds the argument is every place, obviously. And he says that the halacha follows Rabbi Yehuda by by fruit, normal fruits and vegetable fruits, which are not for squeezing. The halacha follows Yehuda. By grapes and olives, which are only for squeezing, the halacha follows the rabbis, and no matter what, it's also. Amar rabbi, amar yehuda, amar shmuel. He says like this. Another opinion. Rabbi Yehuda admits <laughs> to the rabbis by by olives and grapes that no matter what the liquid that comes out is forbidden. and 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 the rabbis admit to Rabbi Yehuda by other by other things uh, uh, that that the liquid that comes out is also. So one second, if that's true, I mean, but my plea is one second. If Rabbi Yehuda admits to the rabbis by grapes and olives and the rabbis admit to Rabbi Yehuda by other things, so doesn't that cover everything? So where's the where where, where my plea? What are they arguing about? He says, "Listen. He says, when you'll go and you'll pay attention and work hard and, and study, you'll figure it out." It makes sense that what they're arguing about is berries and pomegranates. Why? Because these are things—berries uh, and pomegranates—that a person uh, set up. Uh, okay, which what, which are normally, which are used. People use them for. Uh, for liquids, and therefore the rabbis. Therefore, it makes sense. That's the argument. The rabbis say what that they're like grapes and olives. I mean, Huda says they're like other things. No, everyone agrees about other things which are not for liquids. You don't. You can eat, drink liquid that comes out. Everyone agrees by grapes and olives, which are usually for liquids. You can't drink the liquid that comes out. By 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 by, by rimonim, by these fruits, by the berries and the pomegranates, which which there are people who use them for liquids. So that's where the argument is. The tanya, because we learned here, here we see it. Zaisim b uh Zayim shemen, olives where what where oil came out of them on its own. Panobin Shemakhmahem Yayin and grapes with the wine came out on its own. Bihnisan Bain Lok and and he and he had originally stored them up, whether whether to eat or whether to drink, for drinking, Ayosubbin also what comes out is also no matter what. Tutin, you know, here, like we like just like we saw, unconditionally. Tutim shamashachme. The, when it comes to berries that where 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 the, where the liquid came out, or pomegranates where their wine, their sharp, sharp juice came out, if he had stored them up for eating, what comes out is What comes out of them is mutter to drink on Shabbos. If he would stored them up for drink, or he didn't designate one way or another, what comes out on Shabbos on its own is forbidden. Rabbi these are the words of these are the words of Rabbi Yehuda. and the Rabbis say what? Whether whether, whether by these berries, etc., whether you sort them for eating or drinking, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Whatever comes out is also. So we see clearly that the Rabbis and Rabbi Yehuda argue by zayserimun. Okay. Now here I'm going to stop because the next one kasha takes up a lot. It's all one thing. So we'll start tomorrow, and we'll Hashem do it tomorrow. Thank you very much. Everyone have a wonderful day.